listening to Nightlight. Hi, and welcome to another special end time edition of Nightlight. Now, on this program, I'm going to do something I've wanted to do for some time, and that is take you through the major events of the end time in song. I'm going to do this by playing you an album called The Lion, the Dragon, and the Beast which was produced way back in the early 90s by a collaboration of a number of musicians, singers, and songwriters. And the result was a remarkable collection of songs with a unique style that's truly stood the test of time, and I believe are just as powerful today as when they were first recorded. Now, all the lyrics in these songs are taken from prophetic scriptures, primarily from the books of Daniel and Revelation. So as you listen to the songs, you're listening to key scriptures from the King James Bible. I'm going to add a short explanation of the scriptures in the songs to help those of you who are new to end time prophecy to better understand the lyrics. Nightlight, keeping you in tune with the times. So hold on to your hats. This is going to be quite a ride as we're going to travel all the way through the end time and then come out the other side and end with some beautiful songs about the millennium, the new heaven and the new earth and the heavenly city, New Jerusalem. But before we get to that happy ending or rather beginning, we're going to go through the time of the end, which is the title of our opening song. Gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the 
And that's the first song on this special edition of Nightlight, in which we're taking you through and beyond the end time in song. Now, almost 2,000 years ago, Jesus sat with his 12 disciples on the Mount of Olives. This was shortly before his crucifixion. And his disciples asked him, what shall be the sign of your coming and the end of the world? And Jesus replied with not only one sign, but with many signs of the times signs and signals that we're to watch out for that would tell us that we're living in the time of the end. Signs which are obviously being fulfilled today more than ever before. Yeah. 
that the only solution to today's social, economic, and political chaos is the establishment of a centralized, one-world government. It's a sign. And the lyrics of those first two songs on this special end-time edition of Nightlight were taken primarily from Matthew chapter 24, where Jesus listed a number of signs of the end that we should be on the lookout for that would show us that we're living in the time of the end, just prior to his second coming. Signs of the Times Well, one major final sign of the very end that's yet to be fulfilled and that many prophets predicted is the rise of a powerful one-world government led by a bestial dictator who will become fully possessed by Satan himself, the Antichrist, referred to in the Bible as the beast or the son of perdition. In desperation, most of the world will turn to this false messiah to save them when the global economy crashes and the resultant great confusion, instability, and insecurity forces the world to unite in a new world order.
Yes, the Antichrist shall come. That's certain, as Bible prophecy has been proven by later history to be 100% accurate. So there will be an Antichrist. And the Bible says that he will come upon the world scene with a remarkable seven-year covenant or treaty in which he will promise the world peace and religious freedom will somehow cleverly settle one of the main flashpoints of tension and conflict in the Middle East by working out a compromise between the Arabs and the Jews that will allow the Jews to build a third Jewish temple in Jerusalem. At first, the Antichrist will be hailed as a great hero, saving the world from so many of its problems. The scripture says that all the world shall wonder after the beast. And all the world shall wonder after the beast, and they shall worship the dragon which gives power to the beast, and they shall worship the beast saying who is like unto the beast who is able to make war with him and all the world, all the world shall wonder after the beast and they shall worship the dragon which gives power to the beast and they shall worship, worship the beast Saying, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And power shall be given unto him to continue for forty-two months.
Now, precisely halfway through the Beast, or the Antichrist's seven-year reign, that's after three and a half years, he'll break his promises, tear up the covenant that he had made, and invade Israel from the north. He'll make Jerusalem the headquarters of his world government, and will enthrone himself in the third Jewish temple, declaring, I am God, fall down and worship me. At this time, he forbids and outlaws all religions except for the worship of himself and his image. This image, referred to by Jesus and the prophet Daniel as the abomination of desolation, and by the apostle John in Revelation chapter 13 as the image of the beast, will most likely be some kind of amazing supercomputer, android, or robot, as it will speak and somehow even cause those who refuse to worship it to be killed. And it's at this time that the Antichrist is going to launch a new one-world credit system in which everyone who swears allegiance to his satanic kingdom will be permanently chipped with a number in their hand or in their forehead, without which they can neither buy nor sell. Yes, it's the infamous Mark of the Beast 666 
866 Watch out! Count the number. Yes, the Antichrist and his police will be after you if you refuse to be chipped with his infamous 666 mark of the beast. And that's why Jesus said that when you see this image standing there in the Jews' new temple, it's time to flee to the hills because then will begin the last three and a half years of man's history, a time of great tribulation. This will be three and a half years of terrible persecution of members of all religions, Christians, Jews, Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists. In fact, anyone who refuses to worship the Antichrist or take his mark will be hunted and persecuted and killed if captured. All of God's saved children will refuse to receive his mark or number, and there'll be millions of others who, although not Christians, have some kind of sincere faith in God and will therefore also reject the mark. According to Daniel chapter 11, entire nations will rebel at this point and will even fight wars against the Antichrist. In the Bible, God's people, his church, are symbolized in Revelation chapter 12 as a beautiful woman who will be given wings like a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness where she'll be miraculously fed and cared for in places of refuge for the entire three and a half years of the Great Tribulation period. Others of his children will boldly witness and openly preach and prophesy against the Antichrist, miraculously empowered and protected by God. It was granted to the beast to make war with the saints. It was granted to the beast to make war
Yes, the people that know their God shall be strong during this three and a half years of great tribulation. A good part of the book of Revelation describes in horrific detail the terrible pestilences, plagues, the nightmarish monsters that God lets loose to tribulate the Antichrist forces who are trying to wipe out all who refuse to take the mark of the beast. The Bible spells it out in years, months, days, exactly how long this period of great tribulation will be. Three and a half years, 42 months, or 1,260 days. So on the day that the Antichrist breaks the covenant, sets up his image in Jerusalem, the countdown of the exact number of days until the second coming of Jesus Christ will begin. 1,260 days. Jesus said that immediately after the tribulation of those days shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Listen to this next song taken from Matthew chapter 24, verses 29 to 31. Yeah, man. 
lights, trumpets, thunder, earthquakes and gigantic meteor showers will all herald the climactic event of the second coming of Jesus. God's children who've died throughout the ages will be resurrected in new miraculous bodies and burst forth from their graves and rise up to meet Jesus in the air. Live Christians will be transformed and will rise from the earth, floating right up into the clouds to meet the Lord as he snatches his children out of reach of their evil antichrist persecutors and whisks them away to the grandest, most glorious and thrilling victory celebration that's ever been held, the great marriage supper of the Lamb in heaven.
Wow, that'll be the grandest, most thrilling and exciting party that's ever been held. The Marriage Supper of the Lamb. A feast that'll be attended by billions of people from all over the world, from all ages. It'll be a wonderful reunion with the Lord and all of our loved ones. Our victory celebration over all the forces of evil. Meanwhile, down on earth, the horrible wrath of God is being poured out upon the Antichrist forces left behind. A time so terrible, the Bible says that men will seek death but be unable to find it. While God's children are celebrating in the heavenly city, the Antichrist will gather his armies together to try to destroy the armies of the nations that oppose him in a great battle known as Armageddon. It is then that the Lord and his billions of resurrected saints will come charging back down to earth on heavenly horses to destroy the Antichrist and all of his worshippers. Followers, his followers were slain. 
This great slaughter of the Antichrist and his armies will take place in and around the valley of Megiddo near Haifa in Israel. It will mark the end of man's cruel rule on earth as Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords, and his heavenly forces forcibly take over the world to rule and reign and run it the way it should have been run if man had not disobeyed God and gone his own selfish way. And so begins a period known as the millennium, a thousand years of peace and plenty and paradise on earth. Jesus and his resurrected children from all ages will work together with all the people on earth who have survived this horrific battle to rebuild a new and better world, setting up the kingdom of God on earth. All wars will have ceased and men will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks and they shall learn war no more.
Yes, they shall learn war no more in this 1,000-year period known as the Millennium that begins immediately after the Battle of Armageddon, at which time the Antichrist and the False Prophet will be cast into the lake of fire and the devil is chained and imprisoned in the bottomless pit. The curse that came upon the earth at the time of Adam and Eve when man fell into sin will be removed and the earth will be restored to the original beauty of the Garden of Eden. Jesus will make Jerusalem his earthly headquarters and will set himself up to be worshipped by all mankind as the Son of God. And then it will truly be a one-world government and a one-world religion. The only religion in the world in that day will be the religion of Jesus Christ. It will be the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Jesus, the kingdom of love that will be forever.
running out of time on this special end time edition of Nightlight and there's not enough time to fully explain what happens at the end of the millennium. There's the battle of Gog and Magog, the great white throne judgment, and then the creation of a new heaven and a new earth. And you can read it for yourself. Well, we're running out of time on this special end time edition of Nightlight. There's not enough time to fully explain what happens at the end of the millennium. There's the battle of Gog and Magog, the great white throne judgment, the creation of a new heaven and a new earth. But you can read it for yourself in Revelation chapter 20 and then read on to Revelation chapter 21 and 22, where you can read about New Jerusalem, God's great heavenly city. The Bible tells us all about its size, shape, colors, even the materials that it's made of. It'll stand on the earth a gigantic 1,500 miles long, 1,500 miles wide, and 1,500 miles high. Inside the great heavenly space city is where all of God's saved children will live with Him forever. And I saw a new heaven and I saw a new earth And I saw a new heaven and a new earth For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away Heaven, New Jerusalem, 
prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. From out of heaven, I heard a great voice saying, "The temple of God, the temple of God is with men, and we will dwell with them. They shall be His people, and God Himself shall be with them and be their God." And I, John, saw the holy, saw the holy city. Coming down, coming down from God out of heaven. New Jerusalem, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. New Jerusalem, New Jerusalem, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. The former things. I've passed away No more tears and pain Forever and forever They shall reign In New Jerusalem New Jerusalem shall be no night there They don't need a lamp, no light with the sun For oh, the Lord shall be their light Behold, I let all things new And I will freely give to him that is a thirst Of the fountain of the water of John, I saw the holy city, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Well, I hope you enjoyed that journey through the end time in song, all the lyrics taken directly from the prophetic scriptures in the King James Bible. Now, one of the purposes of end time Bible prophecy is to let you know what's going to happen in the future so you won't be taken by surprise by these great events. And you can rest assured that it's all a part of God's preordained plan. And like it or not, each one of our lives will be caught up in these great end time events and the best way to be prepared for them is to receive Jesus as your savior by simply asking him to forgive your sins and inviting him to come and live in your heart Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you. well thanks for listening i'll be back again with you soon with another nightlight show bye bye nightlight